Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. So I'm here today with Bob Warren, who's the chairman of the Pennsylvania County Board of Supervisors. Bob, thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So I guess to start, if you want to tell me a little bit about yourself, kind of your your background and, and ultimately why you decided to get involved with Pennsylvania County government. Yes, I'm Bob Warren. Been a resident of Pennsylvania County since 2000. Mm-hmm. I'm a small business owner. One of the main reasons that I wanted to run for the Board of Supervisors is I wanted to see increased economic development and I wanted to give a reason for our most valuable asset, which is our children to be able to go away to college or mm-hmm. trade school or whatever and have an opportunity to come back here and earn a living wage. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the community has been so good to me in relationship to my business. I wanted to try to uh, give something back to my community. And so those are the reasons that I decided that I would run for public office. Mm-hmm. And you were first elected in 2016, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. And correct. then you have been the chair, I know you're the chairman this year, and you've been the chairman on and off for the last several years, right? Over the last six years, this has uh, been chairman four times. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it'd be interesting, you know, people here, board of supervisors, I know if I if I wasn't as involved on a day-to-day basis with the government, I wouldn't really know what that entails. So t- talk to us a little bit about what are, on a day-to-day basis, what are you doing in that position? We are actually the connection between the voters, citizens, and the ongoing staff that works here. And uh, primarily, we work with the executive team, and then they go and actually manage the county. Mm -hmm. So we're setting policies and procedures for them to follow in order to run the county. A lot of folks don't understand this is a $200 million business, mm-hmm. and it has to be run that way. We've been very fortunate with our executive team that's been placed together here, and top to bottom, we got outstanding employees that do a, a great job, mm-hmm. whether it's our deputies or whether it's our public safety folks or whether it's our folks at the landfill. Mm-hmm. No, and what you just said about it being, you have to run government like a business. I think that's that's important to know and, and sort of ties into what, what I have you here to talk about today is the Tuesday during the Board of Supervisors meeting, you all ultimately enacted two different tax increases. One was a increase of the meals tax from 4% to 6%. And the other was a the creation of a new tax, which is the transient occupancy tax, which ultimately is is for anyone staying in Pennsylvania County, whether that be in a hotel, a campground, an Airbnb, or something similar to that. But talk to me about the decision to enact those taxes for those increases and kind of what the rationale for, for putting those in place is. Well, I think it's interesting that you reference those as increases. I don't. I didn't really see last night's vote as being a tax increase to mm-hmm. our citizens of Pennsylvania County. Mm-hmm. Certainly, we raised our meals tax rate by 2%, and we instituted an occupancy tax. But uh, my feelings on it are we're going to have a certain amount of expenses in order to provide the services and the infrastructure that our citizens want and need in Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania County. So that number is not going to change. So you have to look at how do we create the revenue in order to provide those services. Right. I'm a firm believer in that everybody should participate in paying those. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania County has historically been a county that relied on only landowners and property owners mm-hmm. 
our personal property owners to, to pay those taxes right. and all those burdens. Uh, I anticipate that we will be in a position uh, once these taxes are fully implemented that there's a good opportunity for us to possibly reduce or certainly not have to consider any kind of increases on real estate tax going mm-hmm. forward. We're seeing a lot more events mm-hmm. going on in the county that's bringing outside interest in, both at our ag center, at our wineries, mm-hmm. at other things. And with the upcoming music festival venue, it'll be an opportunity for folks to uh, that are outside of Pennsylvania County right. to pay those taxes, both occupancy and meals tax. Mm-hmm. So if those folks are coming in from out of town, then they certainly are using our infrastructure. Right. We should be getting some of the relief from the stress and strain on our infrastructure mm-hmm. by them paying a portion of those responsibilities. That's why I was in favor of supporting it. it it's going to end up being beneficial because certainly some of the citizens that choose to go out and eat might pay uh, two more dollars on a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, they might pay considerably less in their real estate tax rates right. once we get the assessment and we make the adjustments in. So when we have an opportunity to exercise a different thing in order to generate revenue, we, we should take advantage of it. I mean, we're a big agricultural community, so certainly our ag folks will benefit from this tax structure versus putting in uh, our businesses will benefit. Mm-hmm. And so will individual owners of residents. Mm-hmm. But you would be surprised when you've got a county that's almost a thousand square miles, how many mills are sold with people that are traveling 29 and 58 respectively. Right. Mm-hmm. It's quite a few mills that are purchased there from, from transient folks. So I right. do believe that a good portion of our meals tax is from folks that are outside of the county residents. Mm-hmm. No, and I think what what you're saying too about you know with the increase of people coming in, yes, those people are using our infrastructure, using our services, and so it makes sense that you know they would bear a small portion of the cost, but that's what will help our government run without over over taxing our. That's own correct. That's correct. And I also wanted to talk to you too about just generally in your in your time on the board. Especially, I know in the last four years, there have been a, a lot of changes put in place, a lot of a lot of challenges faced, a lot of changes put in place. Um, but kind of what you see is the, I guess, the biggest uh, accomplishments of the last four or so years. And then also what you see as some of the, the biggest challenges the county as a whole faces moving forward. You have to look at the economic development, which was very minimal. Mm-hmm. And I give a lot of credit to... Uh, folks before me that uh, started seeing some, having a vision and seeing some things like our precision machine program. Mm -hmm. I jotted down just a few names when you asked me the question, but uh, we've been very fortunate. We've had two expansions at Intertape. Amthor has expanded that are local businesses that have had expansions. Uh, Eastern Panel has uh, expanded recently. A cyber park in our Ringo Park. Mm-hmm. We've had places like Kiosera, Harlow, MEP, Air Farms, which was recently had the groundbreaking mm-hmm. where they do vertical grow, which is a whole different ecosystem, but it ties right into our agricultural community. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the 
hundreds of millions of dollars that have invested here over the last five or six years, we are way ahead of localities that are much larger than us in population. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that comes back to the partnership with Danville and having a regional vision, not being narrow-minded. We're not restricting our vision only to one park. We're looking at multiple parks, uh, industrial parks. Mm -hmm. We have been very blessed in the economic development part. It's taken quite a bit of hard work and Mm -hmm. a lot of groundwork. And we're beginning to see the fruits of our labor where folks are coming to us. I'm very proud of what the board has done in relationships to our school funding. Mm -hmm. We don't fund at the bottom of the list anymore. We've been able to increase our contributions to our school systems from approximately 16.7 million up to 19.5 million. In all of these increases, we've still been able to reduce the county debt from 12 million down to 9 million. We're facing the building of a courthouse, Mm -hmm. uh, a jail, and many capital needs for our school system buildings as they're all now aging. We've got to get ourselves prepared in a position that we can take care of those needs. But on on another positive note is I'm so excited about what's happened with fire and rescue Mm -hmm. and being able to increase the contributions to our volunteers. We have outstanding volunteer system and we ask a lot of them because not only do they go out and do the EMS calls and fight the fires, but they're also doing all the fundraising. So I'm happy to say we have significantly increased their money. We still need to increase some more, and we're looking at Mm -hmm. ways to take some of the burden off of them. Really excited in, in seeing the news that, collectively speaking, from one end of the county to the other, we were able to increase our responses by mm-hmm. 14% in the last fiscal year. That is huge because that truly is the difference sometimes in somebody's uh, life being saved and versus being lost. Right. So I, I'm, you know, I could never, never thank our volunteers enough and couldn't say enough good things about what they do for our county. Well, and so we've, you know, talked some of the progress that you all have made. The Board of Supervisors, Pennsylvania County, has made in fire and rescue, you know, economic development, education particularly. And I know you mentioned upcoming capital costs as a, as a big challenge facing facing us moving forward. You mentioned funding of fire and rescue, big challenge. Uh, are there any other major challenges that you see in the coming years? Uh, capital expenditures is going to be needed to upgrade our, our schools, for one. Well, it's on the voter register coming Mm -hmm. up in uh, election coming up in November. So I I certainly hope our public will support that. So we will have the capital to take care of those without having to put the drain again on Pennsylvania County citizens to carry that burden. Right. We certainly have some broadband needs. Mm -hmm. We, We desperately need that to, to improve our opportunities to be competitive in all areas, uh, whether it be economic development, whether it be in education. As I mentioned earlier, we've got the need for a new jail. we got the courthouse that's going to have to be done. Those are not choices. Those are things that are coming down the pike. I think we have to also consider all of the expenses that the volunteers have to, to bear now. Mm-hmm. That We need to figure out ways for the county to do a better job at taking 
taking on some of those responsibilities and with the changes in the minimum wage laws and restrictions, that changes our budgets. And so, you know, that's something that we're going to have to to work with and work through because we don't want to create the same problem that we just tried to fix, which was the compression issues. You know, we have significant challenges because we're 996 square miles right. with transportation costs that are constantly increasing. So, you know, it's just, uh, as I said earlier, it changes from almost, it seems like, from day to day. That's why we've started doing some strategical planning on a short, medium, and long-term range, mm-hmm. which is something that wasn't being done before. Right. <laughs> so in the last five years, we go, we've gone to doing strategical planning on a regular basis mm-hmm. and doing it on a 10-year, five-year, and then short-term basis. Mm-hmm. The way that you just summarized that, yeah, showed how complicated. And I know that was on a very high level, too. So I know there, there's even more factors going on. There's even more things to consider that, that you all are having to make decisions with all of those different factors and, and challenges. In yeah, I, I, it's kind of kind of odd you, you put it like that. I, I can remember my first encounter with the budget on a inside basis from being on the board and sitting with Miss Vanderheide and, you know, being a finance major and having looked at tons of budgets when uh, – she threw that down, and you look at all of the different uh, places funds flow into that budget from and mm-hmm. all the different places they flow out. Uh, it, it takes a while to grasp just how complex right. just our budget is because mm-hmm. things are moving and flowing through that's got to go to X, and part of it's got to go to Y, right. and I mean, it just, uh, it's very its very complicated. It, mm-hmm. it is truly uh, on, on the same level as if you were running a $200 million private business, mm-hmm. and that, because that's what our budget is, approximately $200 million. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, well, Bob, I mean, that's all the, the questions I was hoping to, to talk to you about today. Is there anything else you want to add or anything else you want to I hope you've been pleased with your current board and we've done what you would have us to do. I know that we, sometimes we might make a decision that you don't totally agree with, but uh, please understand that it's been given a lot of mm-hmm. thought. I would say that uh, from this board, uh, they're all very welcoming to your phone calls and your inquiries. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem if you ever want to call me and say, hey, why did y'all do this or why did you do that or share your opinions with us? Uh, That's what we're here for. We're here to serve you. So, Mm -hmm. uh, And we want to be good stewards of both your health, safety, and welfare and the finances of Pennsylvania County. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kate. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.